When I left the U.S., my goal was actually to to work less than I was working in the U.S. because I was I was working a very demanding job and had picked up a project that just kept me working late. So when I moved over here, I wanted a fresh slate with how I was going to approach life. Hello, you are listening to Teach Abroad Pod. This is the travel podcast by traveling teachers for traveling teachers. I'm Nicola. And I'm Allison. Teaching abroad is an awesome and practical way to immerse yourself in a new country, do something meaningful, and travel the world without needing a massive savings account. We are so excited to be here talking to you about one of our most favorite things, teaching abroad and traveling. Nicola, where are you this week? I am so excited because I am living out one of my childhood dreams, which is to go see the Komodo dragons on Komodo Island. So I I love lizards. I love that that's your childhood dream. I saw one lizard when I was in Bangkok that was just a little bit too close to me and I had a full-on panic. I had to go get a coffee to settle down. I really appreciate the fact that you're like seeking them out. I am. I'm so excited. So I'm in Flores, Indonesia now, which is the launching off point. So I'll be doing that this week. That is super cool. So Allison, what has been going on with you? What are you up to this week? It's It's been a week. <laughs> Actually, this is a great story about how even if you do everything right, things can still go wrong and you can just have to go with it. But I'm living in Berlin. I have a flat with a couple flatmates and <laughs> I got home on Friday and my power was out. And I thought it was just a circuit breaker, but then I ran into one of my other roommates and he was like, they came and turned off our power because the landlord forgot to send in the bill. (laughs) So it's like, I paid my rent, I paid the electricity, and it was totally out of my hands. So this weekend, me and my cat are in this very little lovely hotel. It's right in our neighborhood. It's literally five minutes from my flat. So that was kind of (laughs) nice. Definitely a bank account hit that I was not planning for. But here we are. So yeah, currently I'm in Hotel Schoenberg and it's lovely. I have a balcony. Did you have any issues teaching online with the power outage? Did you miss any classes or were you able to get settled in your new place before? I was able to get settled before. It kind of sucks because I'm spending more on the hotel than I'm making this weekend teaching. But it was like, if I canceled that many classes, I wouldn't be able to keep working for VIP kids. It was too many classes to cancel. These things just happen. You can plan and plan and plan and then just the unexpected things happen. So the Wi-Fi here is really good. I haven't had any problem. And the lighting is also fantastic. Like the lighting in my <laughs> the lighting in my flat is so dark because I'm on the ground floor, but here it's like I didn't even have to turn on my light. I just have the windows. It's like a ring light. It was perfect. Little things. Glad you're making the best of it. I'm sorry that happened to you. Thanks. So this week we are so excited to be talking to Dave, who's currently teaching abroad in Romania. Dave has an undergrad in film studies. He's originally from Florida, and he studied there and spent some time in L.A., in Greensboro, and finally in Atlanta for seven years before moving to Romania. So ever since high school, Dave started helping out at the Salvation Army until his move to Atlanta landed him a job in their headquarters. And there he worked as a photographer, videographer, editor, and eventually the media production manager. And after that, he studied and got certified to teach English after visiting Romania and deciding that he really wanted to live abroad. He connected with some colleagues to find ways to help out over there and then landed a really great teaching opportunity and even opened his own business. So we're super excited to talk to Dave today. Hi, Dave. How are you? Good. Hey, how are you? 
We're so good. It's so good to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on here. So Dave, where in the world are you and how did you get there? I am living in uh, Bucharest, Romania. I got here, well, it, it was kind of a long journey. Uh, I always wanted to live abroad. I, I loved Europe. I had visited and traveled a bit and read a book that a friend of mine recommended. I, I followed photographers all, around, all over the world. So there was an American journalist in Romania that recommended this book and kind of fell in love with it and met some colleagues working at the Salvation Army that, that were living and working over here. So I decided I wanted to uh, yeah check out Romania, came to visit, fell in love with it. A job offer kind of came through and, and everything just kind of kept paving a path to working in Romania. It's been fun. When I first got here, I started teaching at one private school at uh, four, five, and six-year-olds. It was very, very elementary. Yeah, it was so difficult because I, I, I mean, they, they barely knew any English, so it was just simple flashcards, animals, and things like that. But now I'm teaching. I, ha I met a friend here that owns a language school, and so I'm teaching there now, and I teach online. What company do you teach with? LiveEnglish.net. Okay, okay. Is that kids or is that everyone? No, it's mainly business professionals. A majority of, of the students are from like Western Europe that are more advanced in business English. Cool. That's really cool. I hear a lot of people asking about ways they can work with adults. And that's, that's really cool to know that there's an online option that's also adult oriented. Does the company that you work for lesson plan for you or do you do the lesson plans? I'm so interested. I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah, you, you come up with the lesson plans, but they actually provide the resources for you. They provide uh, articles. Students and teachers have access to uh, articles that they update on almost on a daily basis on different topics, different levels. And so the idea, majority of it is just uh, conversational and reading and learning new vocabulary. So we go over the articles, talk about it, things like that. So it's a really, it's, it's a really relaxed environment, just having conversations. But then you have other options that the students can choose where, you know, if they want to help more in a specific area of business. So they want to learn marketing terms or they want to learn medical terms, job interviews they help with too. Uh, cool. Stuff like that. And uh, what are the qualifications for this company? I just submitted my my resume or CV to them because they they posted an ad on the Bucharest Expat Facebook group. The owner posted an ad in there, so I, I just responded to that. But they look for native speakers, so that that's a huge thing. I I can't tell you. I'll be in a taxi or something, and the driver you know starts talking about where I'm from, and and he's like, oh, I have a son or or I have a daughter. Can can you uh, just talk to her? I'll pay you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they want to have conversations and, and push them to speak yeah. English only. And especially if you don't know the language, it's better. Like the local language. Well, I want to learn the local language. But it helps because the, the a lot of times, the, especially children, the students, they want to switch to yeah. speak Romanian. <laughs> and if you can't speak Romanian, then they're like, nope, you got to figure it out in English. Sorry. What is it like being an in-classroom teacher in Romania? Tell us about your school, your lessons, your students. So the, the school that I'm teaching at now is more like an extra curricular. So it's not it's not an, at an actual formal school, but where I was, I started at a private school, but that one was just such younger children. You basically would rotate in. So I would just go in for 30 or 45 minutes. I did cover a couple times, substitute for some teachers for the older kids. So it would just be like a 45 minute minute lesson you go into the classroom you know give them the lesson and you're finished now this one that i'm at now though it's uh, 90 minutes 
each class. The students come after school or depending on the schedule uh, or their age, because I think like secondary school or middle school age is afternoon and, uh, when they go to school and kindergarten and, and elementary level students go in the mornings. So they have their afternoons off. But what I love about this school that I'm teaching at is the owner, the principal is my friend. So she's very energetic. She pushes all the teachers, get them out of their seats, get them, you know, rotate. If they've been sitting in their seats for 10 minutes, it's too long. <laughs> so it's really cool. I, I think she she has a lot of energy and, and it rubs off on all the teachers there. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. I love that. Because it's, it's easy sometimes to just get in a, a flow of things and you're just like, oh, gonna, we're going to, we're, we're just going to read this or <laughs> uh, watch this or something. <laughs> For sure. I have like kind of a off topic question from teaching, but what were your thoughts the day before you left home? And what were your thoughts the day that you arrived? Yeah, well, it, it was a mixture of feelings. I had moved to different states before, you know, I, I'd lived in, in different cities, but it was one thing to move around cities within your country <laughs> when uh when i was like okay i'm actually i'm going to romania and it's not like western europe it's even yeah. further it's like <laughs> it was a big cultural difference but still similarity so what i love about romania is they they love american culture so it, it kind of helped me adapt a bit because i could talk with people about movies and pop culture really any every type of pop culture they know about it. They know the music. They know the movies. They know TV shows that are all American. And I'm like, yeah, I know nothing. About Indian, but, <laughs> or I didn't. <laughs> but no, actually, I mean, but when, when I did make the jump, when I did move over here, I had visited three times. I read books. I was... I, I knew sort of what I was walking into. And for me, it was like, I, I already had in my mind what Romania was like and an understanding of the culture, the history, the, the lifestyle in a way of what I've read. And so now it was just actually bringing that into reality. And so it was a little bit easier, I think, to adjust because of that. And I'm and making a lot of great friends definitely helped as well. But yeah, I wouldn't know what to do if I were moving to another country that I didn't research. <laughs> Probably would go crazy. <laughs> but it was that 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 like leap. It, it was. I mean, the whole time I'm thinking, man, I'm I'm leaving this job that I've had in Atlanta. Like I was working for the Salvation Army in a corporate type of setting and and at the headquarters. So it was very stable. I guess it was a stable, steady income. Everything was just stable. And over, and I was walking over, going over here, and I'm like, I have no idea if the school's gonna pull through. If uh, I, I also had a, a job working with the Salvation Army too, and helping them out. So excitement and nervousness were the two biggest feelings, <laughs> bouncing back and forth. I feel super inadequate when you were like, <laughs> I couldn't imagine going to a country and not having researched it because that's 100% what I did. And I got there and I was like, what did I do? Where am I? <laughs> yeah, well, because for me, there, that I have to know a little bit about what I'm walking into. For sure. That makes total sense. <laughs> I mean, but still, I, I still do have like, uh, it was funny on my first trip over here. I, I, I read about it, but I really had no plan. Like I was like, all right, I'm going to take 20 days of vacation and I connected with with a few people before I got over here and and that basically was it I was just like all right I'm, I'm th I think I'm gonna go here I think I'll go check I heard this city is nice and <laughs> uh you know Brasov is nice so I heard Constanza is nice so yeah it was funny but I always had in the back of my mind I always knew okay I'm going back home after 20 days it wasn't like 
<laughs> I left everything behind. What am I doing? So what are some other ways you researched before? Because being able to go and see it is so incredible. But for people who aren't able to do that, what are some other resources you use to get an idea of what you were walking into? <laughs> for me, I mean, I love photography and media. So the, the biggest thing for me was following photographers on Instagram. I mean, I, I love professional photography. So I immediately connected uh, and, and I mean, I, I followed photographers all over Europe and Asia and, and everywhere. I started to like hone in on photographers in Romania and uh, some that were really inspirational and I loved their work. That was one of my biggest and best connections here was uh, a photographer in Constanza who's one of Romania's like best wedding photographers. I, I, and I followed him for one or two years before my first trip. And I just wrote to him a message. Hey, uh, when I got here, I wrote to him and, you know, can, I want to drive out to Constanza, on the, on the, which is by the city near the sea. It's a beautiful little city. And he, yeah, just asked him for coffee. And he was like, yeah, sure, let's grab a coffee. He, he took the whole day and just like showed me all over Romania and then was like, hey, what are you doing next week? And this, this is what I was saying. I had no plans. And I was like, oh, I, uh, I just, you know, going to roam around Romania or whatnot. And he's like, why don't you help me on a photo shoot and, you know, you could stay with uh, me and my family and everything. I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> so I really, yeah. And to this day, they're my family here. So we spend Easter and Christmas together and things like that. And But that was probably the best thing that I could have done beforehand was make those connections. And that grounded me as soon as I got here. Dave, how long have you been there? I've been here just over a year. So. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's a typical day like living in Bucharest? Ah, uh, it's uh it depends. A normal day um <laughs> is uh, at least for me, I have such a weird schedule. I mean, I I teach at the school on Tuesday and Thursday evenings. I work at the Salvation Army here and I do work for the US remote for the Salvation Army. It's a busy busy man. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, see, this this all happened. I mean, it, it's great, but uh, it, it all kind of started because of, out of fear. I was, <laughs> I was like, "Well, I need a job. What am I going to do?" And so I started like accepting and applying to every single type of job, <laughs> and then eventually, like, yeah, the, some of them came back. Hey, can you help with this? Hey, can you do this? Hey, oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm a yes person. I, I I'm so bad at saying no, so that's my problem. But I I mean. <laughs> a normal day is, uh, I, luckily, I don't have to wake up early anymore. The, when I worked at the private school last year, I had to be there at nine. And then uh, and then I would work you know, work the mornings and teach online in the afternoons and um, and then work online or for the Salvation Army here. Now, it's kind of flipped. I my, my teaching's in the evenings. And so I'll start my day doing media and graphics and photography for my business. So I opened up a business here and that's kind of how I got uh, my residency. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's three ways to get your residency, as an American, to get your residency in Romania. It's either open up a business, get a work permit, or marry someone. So many options. <laughs> I know, I know. It's 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 just yeah. <laughs> no, but um, the work permit. I, I originally I started out with the Salvation Army. They were going to get my work permit, and it's such a complicated process over here, and, and nobody locally knows really how to do it. And uh, I mean, it's like in the states, though. If if some if a foreigner moved over and asked me the immigration process, I'd be like, 
I don't know, I have my passport. So I opened up this business. And so that's basically what I what I do in the mornings is work for the business and then afternoons, evenings, teaching online or, or um, at the school. That's really, really cool. What has been your favorite teaching story? Oh, man. Uh, I just I just went on a trip to the U.S. Uh, for three weeks. And in Romania, they the the kids love America. They, I mean, uh, so many of them they don't they don't get the opportunity to ever go. And like I said, they're influenced so much by uh, America. I always say like Romania is the closest European country to America because they I feel like they're they're more influenced by America than than actual Western European countries. So I went to the U.S. for three weeks and and came back with some Hershey's kisses and and uh, just some like little gifts that I could give the kids and a few of them snuck into the class before it started and wrote on the board "Welcome back, Dave" and hearts and stars and everything and then uh, yeah and they were, when I gave them their Hershey kisses they were so excited like. They went out when when I uh, I took them outside to, to meet with their parents and and they immediately ran to their parents. Oh, look, chocolate from America, chocolate from America, <laughs> and it, it was so cool. So, but they were so excited to, for me to be back, and they they were. I was like, oh, you guys are so cute. The other one was a camp. I did it. I uh, so this school that I'm working at now that my friend runs. She does a week long summer camp or two two camps in the summer in English camp. So I got I got to uh, spend a week with some really cool kids. They were the first week they were really sweet angels, and the second week were like little savages running around. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they were they were the best. They, it was these like four little boys that would never go to sleep. I mean, it would be like, okay, you need, it's ten o'clock at night. Okay, go to sleep, and you know, I'd go and check on them in their room. I, they're they're running around with pillows and everything. <laughs> Midnight, one o'clock in the morning, they're still running around. <laughs> I was like, oh lord. <laughs> but they were they were cute. They were so funny, and those kids were too young that they barely spoke English. So you know, they're always trying to tell me all these things in Romanian and I'm like, I don't understand, but <laughs> they were really cute. It was really cool and uh, uh, fun at the, in the mountains and everything. That sounds beautiful, getting to be out on yeah. the mountains. What part of Romania was that in? It was about an hour southwest of Brasov. So it was right at the start of the mountains right at the border of Transylvania. The weather was amazing because in, in Bucharest, it was like at that time, it was like 32 Celsius. And up there, it was like 25 during the day. So and I'm like, nice. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, when, every time the week would end, I was like, no, 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 let's do another week. Yeah. <laughs> I'll handle the kids. I'll handle another week with these kids for the weather. <laughs> it was a hot summer. It was a hot summer in Europe. Yeah, it was. I moved from Bangkok to Berlin, and I was like, oh, finally escaping some of that heat, and it was 38 here. It was so hot. <laughs> it was just... Yeah, it... It was hot this summer, so... I, I definitely don't blame you for wanting to stay in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and it was it was brutal, I guess. There were like a three or four weeks when the humidity was just really bad because it's usually drier weather here and uh yeah so like walking around was just i was like i just just put a fan on me and I, just let me lay down and <laughs> that's it 
I, I usually go and work at this cafe nearby my apartment, and it's uh, it's amazing. I, I love sitting outside, but yeah, th- those few weeks, uh, no, it was it was too hot even in the shade. You mentioned your apartment. Where do you live? Like, how did you find your housing? It was actually a scramble. When I first moved here, I the first two months I was living with a friend with the Salvation Army. Um, they said, "Oh, we have a, a spare bedroom you can stay in." So, uh, it took me a while though. Because I don't know how it is in like Western Europe or, or other countries. Here, it's uh, it's difficult. There there aren't proper listings. You have to check something like a, like a Craigslist, OLX. That's basically where you find all your apartments. And and everybody here owns the apartment, so you deal directly with the apartment owner, and you have to work out the arrangements and. They, they like to do everything by a handshake instead of a contract, but for residency, you need to have a contract. So it added so many more complications to, to everything. You have to take it, uh, take the contract and get it stamped by ANAF, which is the tax collector, the tax collection agency here. And wow, so it's a multi, multi-step process. <laughs> yeah, I ended up getting in like a, an amazing apartment. I, I got lucky. I viewed a, a few of them and, and that was the thing too, was like, the culture culture difference of you know going from Atlanta to here and buildings are just different. Everything's different. Uh, trying to figure out what's the what what should I budget for? Like I mean, is it three hundred euro, four hundred euro? Is four hundred euro too much? Uh, how what size should I have for four hundred or three hundred euro? So yeah, so I got this apartment. It was one bedroom or what they call two rooms. One bedroom with a living room. And it was 350 euro a month and a beautiful, like right off of this beautiful road near the city center. I was there for a year and then just recently moved into a studio apartment that has a, an amazing, I love the view. It's near uh, Piazza Romana. And I like, I, I'm right at the metro station. It's right under my window. I mean, it's small. It was like moving into a dorm, but <laughs> I, I don't, I don't mind it. I like it actually. <laughs> I, I totally understand i had this uh when i was in bangkok it was a condo but it was totally like dorm feeling yeah yeah (laughs) but it's like it's fine it's nice especially when you have a nice view can't beat a nice view oh i know that's that's what i love i'm like i i love to just open the window and look outside and hear all the commotion and and stuff and i don't mind uh the city sounds because it's the road is really noisy and busy and Mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me though some people would hate it i'm sure but uh but no i love it i wanted to know do you get to travel a lot because you're working a ton yeah (laughs) i wish i could my goal when i when I left the U.S., my goal was actually to to work less than I was working in the U.S. because I was I was working a very demanding job and had picked up a project that just kept me working late. So when I moved over here, I I wanted a fresh slate with how I was going to approach life. Really, you know. So, so I mean, I wanted to travel around a lot. I thought, oh, I'm right here, based in Europe. I can go see everything. But yeah, it's been so busy that I haven't really had much time. I've been able to. I have some friends in Italy. So I've been to Italy a couple times. Where in Italy? I flew into Milan, spent a day there, walked around, and then uh, took the train just outside of Torino. So yeah, yeah. But I hope to visit more. I, I I met a friend that was living here, and she moved to Spain. Was it Malaga? I've luckily been around Romania uh, a bit now. I, I've been to Iash up in the north, which is a beautiful city. Uh, Constanza at the seaside. I go there a lot because I have uh, a lot of friends there now. And uh, I, I've been to Brashov and Bran, and uh, and then yeah, all the mountains near near there where we were at for the camp. That that little village. It's cool. I want to spend a lot more time roaming around Romania because 
there are so many sites to see. And it's kind of one of those things, the more you dig into the culture or history or, or just the, the country, you, you learn all these amazing, beautiful things about it that nobody knows. And, and, and also, I mean, Romania, like a lot of their culture and everything has actually had an influence on Western civilizations, you know, because uh, they're, they're old, old ancient roots and everything. There's uh, like, the, so the Dachin Empire or the Dacian Empire, Dachin locally is how they call it, but it, it was around the time of the Roman Empire or before a little bit before the Roman Empire and there they had this hat that that is actually seen on some state flags and some country flags and seals I think the seal of Virginia uses it there's like a staff and on top of it is a hat a, a Dacian hat oh. yeah the influence is, is everywhere it's cool that's super interesting yeah oh my gosh I never knew that I lived in Virginia and like went to college in Virginia yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Virginia. I, I think it's the it's it's the seal of Virginia. I think is what it is. I, I have to look it up. But yeah, yeah, that's so cool. So, Dave, what's the biggest piece of advice you have for someone who's looking to follow in your footsteps, who maybe is interested in Romania? Definitely figure out the residency process before you come, because <laughs> it gets expensive to scramble last minute. the 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 best thing is, yeah, if you want to teach, the private schools are uh, the best. For teaching um do do research on the country and 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 even make a trip like i always recommend making a trip and start teaching online because the the pay here isn't the greatest depending on where you what city you work in and what uh school you teach at some will pay to break even but uh if you get into a school like cambridge school or if you get to um the American school and teach there. They they'll take care of everything. I think they'll take care of lodging, so lodging meals, um, the flight over, and the work permit. All that whole process they'll they'll cover for you, and they pay a good salary. But not, I mean, that, that's a rare. That's a handful of schools here. Most of them, it's just apply to the job, get it, and and you've got to figure out your budget off the pay. Yeah. So, but definitely, yeah. And and I mean, connect with expat Facebook groups, whatever foreigner that you kind of be able to relate to. Perfect advice. Because so I think it's good to like sit down, take a second, take a breath, read something, plan something. <laughs> right, right. Well, and that's the biggest thing that I learned here is to make sure you have, you know, the people that know what they're doing. Uh, I like, I mean, as far as like immigration, for instance, I, you know, find like experts with those skills and, and make sure you have them in your phone when you need them <laughs> for, for questions because they'll, they'll save you at the end of the day and and you won't get kicked out of the country. <laughs> For sure. That was one of the things when when I was in Bangkok, my school offered so much visa support, but my friend's school offered none. And I was like, yeah. wow, I could never, like, I don't think I could survive here if I didn't have this visa support because I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. No, because it's, you, you can't. I, I even tried I tried researching before I, I came, and yeah, it's like yeah, there's there's no hope. I yeah, <laughs> like you said, get the get the support definitely. I think we're running just about at time. We do have one last thing to discuss. Mm-hmm. Preemptively, thank you so much, Dave. Like this has been a really fun chatting. I feel like I've learned so much about Romania. I know. I just makes me want to go back so bad. I love it. I love it here. We do have a listener question that I think Dave can help us out with. Side hustles. People are always like, oh, is there like a side hustle you could do? A lot of people will blog or do private tutoring on the side. But your your business, is that kind of like your side hustle or would you say it's your main thing? Uh, 
depends on the day. It's uh, no, it it's actually turned into more of my main, but only because technically the, my teaching is a part of it because that's that's how I, I can legally get paid and and everything. Everything is contracted out through the business. But it's it's about I'd say it's about fifty fifty. I teach about the same amount. Uh, there's about the same amount of effort that I put into teaching as I do into the media. If if I worked full time, I work part time at the school. But if I did full time, I could live off of that. And and like I said, the private schools pay well, um, so you're not living uh, just at break even. But yeah, I did part time, and I do part time with my other work. So I just add it all together, which is which is great. And and the U.S. job is nice because it pays in U.S. dollar, so it gets me four times more. So it's a little faster. A lot of that, like I said, though, was just because when I first got here, it was everything was unstable, uncertain. So I took a lot of part-time work but yeah i mean like i said if i did actually have and uh the cambridge school in constanza they did offer to provide almost everything a, a flight but it was only a nine-month contract and i was looking to stay a little bit more and had had a had a connection here in bucharest so that's why i took that it's uh yeah my side hustle though is photography and and i i, I mean i love doing it too it's my passion as well so that's why i do it that's awesome well Thank you so much for joining us today, Dave, and taking some time. I know you're super busy and doing a million awesome things, but this has been this has been so cool. It's so great to hear from you all the way from Romania. So for people who might want to follow along with your photography, with things you're you're doing, do you have Instagram page, a blog? Where can people find out more about you? Yeah, all of my social media handles are uh, Dave Haas Jr. Dave Haas Jr. Uh, or D A V E H A A S Jr. I just started a video blog actually, Dave in Romania. So just search for Dave in Romania or something like that, and <laughs> it'll pop up. <laughs> but but yeah, or Dave Dave Haas if you search for that. If if you find me on on another social media account, I post it up on there. So well, I know what I'm gonna be binge watching. <laughs> Now. Yeah, yeah. There, there's only four of uh, two or three more to, to add soon. So I'm trying to space them out. But <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, thank you so much, Dave. Well, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me here. It's, it's been awesome. Follow Dave. Hear more about Romania. Do research before going to Romania is what we've learned today. <laughs> thank you so much, Dave. And we'll hopefully talk to you soon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. If you want more of Dave, follow him, Dave Haas Jr. And if you want more Teach Abroad Pod, make sure to follow us on at Teach Abroad Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We feature traveling teachers on our Instagram page. So if you're currently traveling or teaching and want a shout out, use our hashtag. We'll find you. <laughs> that sounded a lot scarier after I thought about it. Sorry. <laughs> we, we'll, we will find your pictures on Instagram and repost them. <laughs> we'll also have some teaching tips, some inspirational stuff, some funny pictures. So we, we like to have a good time. We do. We do. And if you enjoyed this podcast and want more, make sure to click on that subscribe button. We're on iTunes and pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast Thank you so much for joining us today. Happy teaching. Happy traveling.